Hey, can you hear me? Johnny? How's that? There you can go. You can you unmute yourself. Well, of course, dude. Your backyard's looking pretty cool. Oh, that's not my backyard. I, what do you think? I just <laughs> hit a, hit a few, few million. That's those. This is a winery. <laughs> I know. I know. What winery are you at? Uh, it's just off the road in San, in like um, uh, kind of San Ramon, I think. Okay. Not, not San Ramon. What's it called? Isabel uh, uh, Road. Isabel Road. Wow, man, that's really funny. Yeah, it's really nice out here. Yeah, that is beautiful. Beautiful. Now I bumped beautiful. it and lost everything. So, um, <clears throat> one of the things I found out is that you got to be techie to be in this in this uh, program. Is Lorie not going <laughs> to show her beautiful face? Is that why? Um, I'm trying to. We're trying oh, I see, to. I see you, the LG. She's got to turn her camera on. I think. Good morning. Good morning. I should have a mask on. I'm outside. Uh, start video down here. Hey, thanks. So you have to turn your video thing on. Mm. Hey, all right. Well, just look at us three. Hey, hey, yeah. The three musketeers. <laughs> so, Why are you wearing that mask? <laughs> oh, we lost him. Did I lose you guys? Oh, no. Yeah, we lost him on video. Hopefully, you're still there. Are you there? Can you see me? Yeah, yeah. we can. Get that thing off your face so we can see you. Somebody start in prayer. <laughs> Ross. You want me to start in prayer? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you're asking if you're uh, Laria Ross. <laughs> <laughs> well, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together um, today here in an opportunity to uh, do community and um, share uh, in your uh, word also in our last sermon we lord we know that we're in some very strange times where truth is um, really not out there so much i guess apparently it's so much confusion in this in this world today that um, so many of us are just finding uh, truths in different places i just pray that we could lean in your son's direction um, in yeah. his word yeah. um, to find our truth, to be solid in that. And uh, we, again, thank you so much for bringing us together, for your grace, uh, for your love. And I ask you to um, bless this meeting, uh, yes. open up our hearts and minds to dive and unpack um, what we're going to talk about. Yes. And, ask this all in your son's name jesus christ amen jesus name amen amen sorry about that i'm a little confused because my dog's like picking things out of you know picking things up off the ground and i'm like trying to oh you're going keep out of a little ollie hey dude this is the coolest bible study i have ever been a part of i tell you what <laughs> you see ollie <laughs> We're awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. You can't see the picture. I can't yeah. see them. There, there you go. There you go. Hey. Hi, Alan. Damn. I see Alan. I see him. Hi. Hey. Hi, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to unvideo myself only because I don't like to look at my ugly old mug. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that's a good thing. Bad. So, uh, I want to see if you can, if I, if you unvideo yourself, make sure that you can see the thing I'm about to share. Can you see the? Yes. All right. So, I was asking ourselves the question, you know, you mentioned in your prayer um, that we're on a battlefield. Uh, we're in the middle of a battlefield of sorts where truth is uh, people are seeking their own particular truths and we're asking the Lord to help us to, you know, discover the truth. Um, you know, where have some of those struggles been this week with either of you?
what kind of battlefields have we been facing? I mean, what kind of opportunities do we have to talk about within the midst of we've still seen some great things happen because we've discovered a certain truth about ourselves that we're better uh, better than we thought we were. Has there ever been a time this week that that's occurred? That we're better. That we thought we were better than we are. Well, you you know, in other words, you started down think you know in other words before you discover the truth about yourself i think that there's a lie that might be perceived that you might be you know hard i know for me i can say it this way i generally um uh have to overcome the lie of um of sometimes confidence of knowing that um that i can do something even in the midst of um you know, being of the face of maybe individuals or situations uh, suggesting otherwise. Yeah. I'll give yeah. you an example, you know, being able to sit down and, uh, you know, talk about, um, you know, how I'm going to do a certain project and, you know, have to having the confidence to overcome the, the, you know, the lethargicness of saying, well, no, you can't because you're this, because you're that. I hear those little, same little cries every day, you know, in my brain that say, no, you're not good enough. No, because maybe it's the color of your skin. Maybe it's you're too old. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's the other, you know. I wonder, do, you know, do we, do any, you know, do we face those same, do any of us face the same challenges or am I the only one? Johnny, this is Ross. Um, I, Laurie, were you going to say something? Oh, go ahead. I think that, you know, when truthfully, I mean, we all have those things that you know, those that voice that comes um, that has us question of, you know, are we capable of doing this? Are we the right person? Right? We all right. go through that. Right. You know, I think for sometimes for like me, for me, when you asked, you know, when we were found the moment when we discovered the truth, mm. um, the things that kind of held me back from really discovering the truth to the, was, I think, my own ego. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, come on, get, mm -hmm. up, get up over. Mm -hmm. There's a dog coming, so I want to get him in the truck. <laughs> I'm trying to make my way into San Jose. Um, I tell you what, this is the coolest. I tell you, there cannot be any cooler. You're walking the dog, driving the truck. We're sitting in an office having a Bible study. That's no, pretty I'm, darn cool. I am in, on a patio outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I know. A couple of, you know, some of us, you know, are really familiar with Ephesians, you know, that, which is where the, the whole uh, concept, you know, conversation is, you know, kind of centered around in, in some parts of our study today, Ephesians 6, 13, 12 through 13. And, you know, you say because we, we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, we may be able to stand, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. And that's uh, Ephesians 6, 12 through 13. I guess uh, an example is all of the uh, everything we had to go through just this morning just to get to where we are. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I was trying to call you this morning and I realized my phone bill hadn't been paid. Yeah. And I love and I couldn't find my phone this morning. It was so got up so early, you know, and fast. Yeah, I was calling you guys. Plugged it in in the front of the RV, and, and so I didn't have my phone to invite Raquel this morning. So it's just a little bit of, you know, we're around a battlefield for sure. <laughs> you know, and that's all right. Yeah, it is. you know, because we are. I mean, I think that you know, the battlefield, so to speak, 
um, to, you know, understand that, you know, we do live in the world and it's, you know, there is a war, you know, war torn world of just, you know, a bunch of pain and hurt and violence, yeah. eventually, you know, death. Um, we also understand when we lean in on the truth that that's not how God intended creation to look like, you know, and I'm currently, as Johnny knows, or maybe you that we're, I'm studying the book of Genesis. So that's why that's kind of coming to mind right now. But, you know, also the truth is, you know, that the, um, you know, is in the is in the Bible is found in the Bible. And so we when we lean in that, um, we see that, you know, you know, it's also found that God, you know, sent jesus you know to to the world you know mm -hmm. and when you know and so there's a lot of areas that when we see um and lean in on that truth um we could start kind of um reconciling i guess um, and kind of redeeming the you know our the way that we see the world and mm -hmm. you know, and we in, you know the way that we put that into kind of um in god's hands i guess what you'd say yeah, you know, you have to remember that it is chaotic field with us. He's here with us on that battlefield. And so we can't lose if it doesn't appear to be going our way. It just means that there's a lesson involved. And God might have it go in a different direction so mm. that we can learn that lesson. Good point. He's here with us. Good point. Yeah. Hmm. What kind of lessons do you think we learn? Um, you know, I mean, with example, I'm reading from that same scripture, um, you know, and, and the comment sections that I have are, you know, uh, thinking about the fact that this was a situation where Paul um, was instructing his readers to put on the whole armor of God in order to stand and prevail. Serving as an officer under God, Paul issues the orders for troops. When leaders practice the law of intuition, they provide their people with um, literally a strategy to win. Did we did we hear a strategy to win in the sermon this week? To overcome with truth, yeah, maybe. I think I think that there was a you know obviously leaning into the truth um, mm. and where we find it in, in Jesus mm -hmm. and in His love, and then and with understanding um you know and having faith in the word and right. so that i think you know like you know his solutions were you know um kind of mentions around lauren you know right. telling, teaching her children about you know looking for the answer in the bible first rather than right. kind of you know so you know there's those are those are some solutions kind of that we could do ourselves or each others it's you know we're our job is to bring people the opportunity to have a relationship with jesus and so um you know that's where people are going to eventually find the truth right yeah. eventually we let go uh, and let go of the ego i mean mm. on one hand the ego yeah. is there to kind of protect us uh, mm. from kind of letting you know our guard down so to speak right. sometimes right. and just right. um and and helping us advance too, you know, move I forward. The ego is there to help us. Pardon me. I never. You said our ego is there to help us. Uh, it's there to kind of it. It can be. It's there to protect us in a way. Um, in some ways. Mm -hmm. So I guess. I guess you know. I mean, that can help us. Um, but when the ego. Uh, is the voice that you're going to dictate your life by. I mean, it's usually for me, I found it wasn't until I had to break that um, to find Jesus and have a true d relationship with Jesus. It's incredible when we have, you know, some kind of knowledge of the oppositions that we face, then we have um, and armed with the truth, you know, like, for example, acknowledging to our own selves, I keep reminding myself of, Michael Jackson's uh, Man in the Mirror song, you know, when I face uh, the biggest challenges that, that I see and, and have a strategy to overcome that with truth. So, for example, I go back to what I was saying earlier, um, more of 
not impossible, but the fact that I am possible with the Lord's help and through his strength, we find it, you know, and it's ironic because in this scripture that we're studying, we're still talking about Paul and Larry's not as familiar with what we talk about, in, you know, in the past, but for example, Paul, I, I, I reference Paul to somewhat degree of being almost like a Nazi. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like a Nazi? Yes. Because at the time that he was a zealot for killing Christians, uh, he was very good at it. And uh, he was very well feared because he was uh, kind of, he was, he was, he made it a, he made it a, it was, it, he, he, he enjoyed the prize, the pride of being the best at what he did. Am I wrong, Ross? Well, I mean, he was um, someone that was in charge of tracking down believers and killing them for the, for the, you know, for the um, Jewish faith. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, not only was he someone that was feared because he was like, I guess, like, a, not like Hitler, but like an assassin, almost kind of like a secret, like a, a SEAL team guy. I mean, he would go in and, and people were fearful of him. Remember Barnabas and, and Peter were like, wait, we don't even hey. trust if he, yeah, we don't even right. trust if he's Christian. Like, you know, he's the one, this is the guy that killed him. Um, but he was also very intelligent. So he mm. knew uh, <clears throat> the law and knew the word better than anyone. And that's, I also believe that God used him because he was credible to people. Right. And people knew that he knew his stuff and what he was right. saying. You know, he, um, you know, he was not only feared for his killing of Christians, tracking them down and persecuting them, killing them, um, and stopping the faith, you know, the spread of the way of Jesus. Mm. But he was, you know, one where he would challenge, um, you know, people within the faith. You know, what's interesting about that is that in, in the process of discovering the truth, you know, we gain knowledge of the opposition, but then if we rely on the fundamental faith that we live in, uh, we the Lord gives us through, through well as, you know, the Holy Spirit, love, guidance, wisdom, knowledge, the resources um, that we need, you know, for example, in, in this discussion, the reason that we're having you know, a discussion about Paul and putting on the belt of truth actually includes the fact that the resources that the Lord gave us through this message was that Paul was converted on the road to Damascus. And he had a plan on how to use him to give detailed communication to us in this generation, which is really interesting, I think. You know, if Paul hadn't listened or Paul hadn't been uh, uh, capitulated on that road, we wouldn't know, essentially, we wouldn't have this conversation about, you know, this this battle is not on the ground, y'all. You know, you might think it is, but it's actually in high places, and it involves much more than you know. So put on the battle of, I mean, put on the belt of truth and get to know whose you are and uh, what knowledge you need to fight the battle. And, and God brought Paul, in my opinion, to the table to, you know, give us this conversation this morning, which is really interesting to me, you know? What about you? Any anybody? I, I, it's interesting. I think that I want to touch back. I think that I heard Marie ask a question about the ego when I mentioned that there's a place for it that was good. And she was like, it sounded like, Uri, are you there? Yeah. <clears throat> it sounded like you had a question like, what do you mean by that? Like, good. Where can the ego be good? Did, yeah, is that like, in the past, did I hear you wrong? No, I was just, the only time I've ever studied about ego is with my uh, spiritual friends, really, real, uh, my hippie spiritual friends. And they were like trying to 
get rid of the ego, focused on getting rid of the ego, and that I'd never yeah. that before. That's all. It, we have to focus. I think that, um, I mean, I wish we could focus. I, that's awesome. Focus on losing the ego. That could be a topic. But um, <laughs> for me, it wasn't until, like, I had my own kind of shipwreck, so to speak, that I kind of, the ego was crushed, you know, like people's, I was vulnerable and I needed people um, mm. before I was. And so uh, what I meant by the ego, what's good about it is when, when we're, I think, young and we start growing up, the ego kind of protects us, you know, layer, it kind of helps that layer of protection while we're going through childhood and elementary school and high school. Um, even, you know, when you're growing up on some of the, you know, pains in life, you know, when girls break up or people break up with you or walk out of your life or don't want, don't want to date. And so the ego does kind of provide some type of protection because I mean, can you imagine what kind of mess we would have been if we wouldn't had anything to kind of say, we'll get through this, you know, oh, there's someone else, um, for, at least for me, it's kind of like that, um, um, you know, that padding, I guess, underneath the, you know, the, the carpet, you know, kind of yeah. layers that a little bit more protection. That's, uh, I guess, you know, I, we should learn to lean on God rather than go to the ego. Oh, for sure. Okay, I, I, to learn. I mean, it takes a long time to learn that, right? I, well, I mean, that's, it's, you know, when we, when we read the word, we're learning that, you know, when the more we lose ourself, the, it's coming to is like losing ourselves so that's i think losing ourselves is losing that ego Amen. Um, yeah so it is that um it is losing that uh, for so many people i think that uh, that and like johnny mentioned um the voice of doubt you know the voice of the, that you're not good enough that you're not uh, able to do this and when that voice takes over or the voice of the ego, your yes. life is not going in the right direction. Right. <laughs> no kidding. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think I don't, as we who say, hasn't been there, who hasn't been there, right? Everybody's been there. If you're going to shame the devil and tell the truth, everybody's been there, you know? Well, and the more we think that we're far, the more that we think that we're not that as fast as it becomes a reality again. You know, yeah. you mentioned earlier that you're studying the book of Genesis. And I would imagine, you know, there was an ego trip going on right at the tree of uh, life. Or the knowledge oh. of good and evil. Only because it's 822, I'm going to have to start driving on the road. If I have, uh -huh. if I get disconnected, I'm sorry, and I'll call you back. Oh, no, no, no. We we probably, we should probably wrap up, you know, and and I think, first of all, uh, you guys. Well, I mean, we have a few more minutes. I don't want to wrap up when we're still talking because you asked me a question or asked Lorraine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually leading forward into next week and praying that some of the messages this weekend cover my question but was it an ego trip between the enemy and adam and eve at the at the at, at the at this coin of deception was were we dealing with ego at, and were we dealing with no, uh self-confidence no, we're, we're dealing with the devil that is the ruler of this world that's here to destroy and kill that's right. his job and right. so that, you know, he does that by deceiving us. Yep. And so, no, it wasn't the ego at that time. They didn't have a self-conscious. It wasn't mm. until after that moment that they started thinking, oh, man, I got to cut. Remember, I got to cover myself up. Yeah, you got to kill something yeah. and cover yourself. You got to hide and so forth like that. They were in the they were at that point i believe and i could be wrong set me say straight someone and i guess if this has been recorded someone will um that they were pure we were at that point where we what we were intended to be like in creation right in harmony with each other there was no killing of animals everything was living with perfect peace mm -hmm. uh, you know like they it was described in by peter and paul in the new testament that that's the that we're going to come back to that garden mm -hmm. god restores the earth and we're going to see, you know, um, lions lay with sheep, and, you know, I think, you know, other described other animals. Yeah. 
that would naturally be a and you know killing each other mm-hmm. um, and so that i they weren't i believe that um the devil does that he can deceive us we have to be very mindful of that can't ever think that we're that we have it on top of you know we're on top of our game like sort of speak before i thought i was and as soon as you think you are it's like I'm hitting, you know, I'm, I'm hitting an anxiety level that's off the rocker. I'm, you know, hitting the bottle or smoking, you know, too much marijuana or whatever it is that, you know, you're, right. you're doing yeah. something right. that you're, is taking you away from the core values and the core pieces. Yeah. Well, I think that. Just... Yes, Lori. We, we come from love and we will return to love. And while we're here, Everything that we do and everything that we experience is just a lesson of different forms of love Mm. because love comes in many different forms and we're here to learn about all of them. We come from love and we will will return to love. Well, we certainly, I agree. Yeah. I mean, we are beloved by, you know, and made in his image. Yeah. The image of our creator. And um, and with that, you know, we got to remember that. And it is, you know, Satan runs, you know, this world right now and it's in his control. Yeah. Uh, in which powers and principalities and powers are who we're really at. It. And it's a, it's yeah. a spiritual thing that we really have to take serious. Um, right. You know, that's why, you know, if we live in with the greatest commandment, that Jesus, who we're conforming to, um, in that character is love. Yeah. You know, there's no matter how dark something appears to be, there's a lesson of love behind it. I, well, you know, so have you guys seen that show on Netflix uh, called Lucifer? No. I haven't. It wouldn't be a. It would probably be a a dark humor subject I would look at, but it's not something I would immediately go to. to be what honest. is it? So I, I didn't think I would oh. too, but my wife opened, turned it on, and and I started watching the first two episodes. I'm like, wow, this is like actually more biblical than and imagine. Oh. Mm. You know, wow. the thing that you know, um that he's Lucifer, I guess is upset that he wants to go back to heaven mm. oh. and um, imagine that you know, wow he lost, you know <laughs> and he's trying so he's trying to get his wings back and, right oh my gosh but he's, but he's still lucifer but right the way he describes his father's love and the creation and the way that he sees the world that the creator sees the world in us is probably something that most pastors should be studying it's it's crazy so it's um of course because that was one of god's favorite children right of course we're talking about someone who was cast into nothingness because of his desire to be as or sit on the throne yeah yeah so so but you uh, know given the fact that we you know we we need to i wish we could you know pull this together um, in a longer conversation because I think we've struck on something, you know? I mean, we're talking about having the belt of truth on and not really knowing who Lucifer is. Not so that we really don't have the knowledge of the opposition. Therefore, without knowledge, without the strategy to win against a, 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 a convincing enemy, uh, when we do get the resources, we have no plan of action on how to use them. And, um, you know, so when we come back to how do we communicate, how do we teach a person to discover the truth about the enemy that we truly face? Because let's go back to the top of the meeting and remember we're talking about, you know, Ephesians where Paul is laying out this situation. He's saying, hey, look, guys. You need to put get ready to put your armor on. This is not your normal battle because I'm not your normal soldier. You know, I'm not your normal everyday run of the mill. Let's go play around the park type of soldier guy. I'm the guy that, you know, was best at what I did, smart at what I do. 
but God has shown me that he is much more than I ever thought he was and how I serve him and him alone. But that knowledge that I bring to the table, you better know something. This is not about you and you better, you know, help me with that as we as we kind of wrap this up. You I think know? that our job is to be disciples, bring people to, you know, somehow plant seeds to have them. Um, get a chance to have a personal relationship or experience the Holy Spirit and Jesus. Amen. Jesus. And then right. the Holy Spirit will do um, her work. And uh, I think that at that time, um, that you know, how we do that is different for people. I mean, Pastor Foreman does it by uh, being a leader of a of church and being, you know, with the mediums that he has to get the message out. Other big pastors like him. Um, you and I, how we do it, it might be different from each other, but, you know, if it, how someone I think could do it, even if they don't know how, like, you know, they don't feel like they know the Bible right now so good, or, you know, I think that what it's about is just talking, can, you know, really kind of talking, learning their personal testimony and kind of making that really nice and making it like, a, you know, open to sounding to everybody and welcoming and right. so I think that, you know, people should really talk more about that more than uh, get into uh, what they think is, uh, you know, the white way to be a Christian. I, I think a lot of that stuff you'll find is all opinions. Right. You know, some churches might think you have to do this and some churches might think you have to worship on Saturday and some people might, you know, what I mean? you have to wear suits to church. Some people might think you don't need to. Some people not okay to have a tattoo. So there's all kinds of things that we get into, but talking about, I think, our um, testimony in a way that sounds beautiful, um, you know, and even if it's coming from darkness like me, you know, or some others that I know that dark places, you know, in my own hell, living in my own hell, so to speak, for so long with mental illness, I think that there's uh, there's that, and you know, um, but it's really just getting a chance to talk about Jesus, the love of Jesus. I mean, all that other Christian stuff, I think, comes later. I mean, people, you know, mm. figure that out eventually. I I would agree, Willary. You know, when we, um, you know, we look at you know what kind of, you know, lies we've been told this week. You know, um, and what kind of truths do we use to remind us that this is just a lie? You know, can you think of some kind of way that you reminded yourself maybe that, you know, what we were what we were actually facing was false evidence appearing to be real? Maybe. I think that people of the spirit, uh, that that's our kind of our back as we understand what that means is part of it is you allowing the spirit to work through us to discern things um I, I there's truth like when the pastor talked about in his message on sunday about people getting the truth from all kinds of places the truth for me might be not the truth for you i get what he's saying because that's what we're living in and i mean we're yeah. living in that world where he says it, you know the truth is not relevant anymore it's the more crazy you, you know the louder you become on that bullhorn so to speak uh the more rush limbaugh sean hannity whatever you know person you become uh that's what makes money and you know you don't really need to tell the truth you just got <laughs> to spin it and or manipulate it in a way and, um yeah. yeah. Well, I think yourself. that I think I think Are that's like white lies. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's like a basketball game. Yeah. You know, guys, I think it's like a basketball game. It goes back and forth down the court as to whose truth becomes relevant back and forth. But I think what I'm looking for is at what point in, in the what at what point does the Lord bring? I know how he brings me back to reality. It might be a simple passage like, you know, the one we're using this morning, you know, and even a more focus into the pastor's message about the belt of truth, you know, because the the when you even the tunic, you know, how to make yourself more capable in battle when you wrap the tunic around the belt, it has a utilitarian tool to it. 
and how difficult and how important it is for us to obtain that truth uh, in light of everything else that's going on, you know? Yeah. Well, so um, we're talking about putting on the belt of truth. Mm. We're talking about how to deter the enemy and how to keep from letting the enemy get to us. Mm. Hey, listen, we brush our teeth so we don't get cavities, right? Right. Like, don't you think we should be waking up and saying the Lord's Prayer together in the morning? Isn't that putting on our armor? Amen. Isn't that preventing cavities? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Preventing the, we're already um, deterring the enemy before we even get started at that point. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. The way you start your morning is going to be key to the how I think yes. it's going to go. Not always. I mean, has been teaching us to say the Lord's Prayer. The more that you're plugged into, I think, something that is close to that, that's the center, Jesus. Uh, that light, you know, the truth mm. uh, is going to be better for us at all times. But we yeah. can't necessarily do that all the time. I mean, we got to live our lives. And, you know, you got to. Yeah, um, but we can you know, wake up and say a prayer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we can. So we can manage certain things. Like the first thing we do um, in the morning is you know, spend time with the Lord. And Amen. I think a lot of times when Johnny and I wake up and we start if we start bickering at each other, it sets the day. It sets the mood for the day sometimes, and it's hard to get out of it. But if we woke up and said a prayer together, huh, that could change everything. Okay. Well, right. let's, let's this week, when the enemy comes against yeah. us first thing in the morning, <laughs> why don't we remind him of the truth and yeah. say a prayer yeah. and think, and, and that's an action item for myself yeah. uh, to be a leader in our family, to make sure that just not only making sure that first kiss happens, but that first prayer happens uh, going forward. That's yeah. a That's a way that we can begin the process of um putting on our armor putting on our armor and recovering through this pandemic yes. and guys with that i'm going to ask that you allow me to close in prayer because we've got to um bring this thing to a, a quick closure before we lose uh connection and right that we get more folks engaged next week yes uh, we will we'll be so, we will be more functional I just, I just don't i just on something like that johnny i just don't pray about it oh i mean i got to make our calls bishop yeah, we're gonna make our calls. bishop don't worry we will we're gonna get on it but you know again let's pray yes father in heaven first of all we're grateful for everything that you've done for us we're grateful for the lives we live for the air that we breathe for the homes we have for the friends that come and and are closer than uh some of our brothers even lord we we thank you, Lord, that this is the beginning of a seedling that you planted in this ground. We don't know how you, what you, when you, where you, whatever those secrets and mysteries are, Lord, we have no idea. But this seed is planted. May generations come to learn from the technology. May generations come to learn about you and your truth and your substance and your knowledge and your wisdom and the lives that you've given us, Lord, let them be such that we give grace and thanks to you for them in the way that we act, we speak, we walk, we talk, the way that we treat each other, how we try and attempt to maintain the truth that exists about your love, your, your, the way that we understand the truth and the hope and the lives that we live through your word your testimonies, through our testimonies to you, Lord, you've been so good to us. You've been so good to us. Allow us, Lord, to share our faith, your truth, your love, your wisdom, your knowledge with others as we go forward, Lord. On this little platform that we have today, may it grow to whatever it is that you have in store. But we know, Lord, we want to be two things. One, we want to be faithful, and the second, we want to be mindful of and 
and maintain that humble relationship before you because it's those two things that keep ego and fear out of our lives and allow us for to see the light of your love. So we thank you for Ross, we thank you for Larie, and I thank you for my life, Lord. And I ask that you bless my brothers and sisters at the church. I ask that you bless the pastors and the families that, and the men and the women who are yet to be served this week by our family there. Lord, just give us the guidance in Jesus' name and bring us to another time where we can joyfully be together and, and share coffee and fellowship in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, my brothers and sisters. I'll I, talk I, to you guys. I, I, I just in that. I thought that you said the, the lies coming from you, Lord. Our lives. Our lives. I was like, wait, what, what did he say? <laughs> Can you say what I think he said? <laughs> yeah, I got you guys that gift from so. Um, so what do I do with that? I, I guess I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah, come on by 7.50. I'm getting ready to go into class right now in about 30 minutes, okay? Okay, here at 7.50. Okay, yes. Over. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, we did it. Yay. <laughs> oh, look, you can see my front and my back. I missed the video. Look. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> at, one point, at one point, it was so funny. Why? Why? Because you, um, you took your shirt off. Yeah. And it was like, da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm wrong.